Monday, January the 1st. Dad was a bit bleary-eyed this morning. After last night, I'm not surprised. We were up at the Duke of York seeing the new year in, along with most of the village. Jay, Uncle Mark, Auntie Liz, everyone. The place was packed. But New Year 2001 for us didn't begin in the pub. I stood with Mum in the dark of the church and watched Dad and the others ringing in the new year. He's a lot bigger than all the other bell ringers, and he rings the bell with the deepest dong. It suits him. Afterwards, in the cold night air, we all tramped through the graveyard to join the party at the Duke. An owl hooted from up in the church tower, and Dad called out, And a happy new year to you too! Dad was laughing a lot, like he always does, and drinking too, but no more than anyone else. Mum kept telling him that he'd had enough and that he'd only have a thick head in the morning. I hate it when she nags him like that, especially in front of other people. But Dad didn't seem to mind at all. I think he was too happy to care. He was singing his heart out. He sang Danny Boy and everybody cheered him. He loves to sing when he's happy. Everyone was happy last night, including me. Jay and me went outside when the pub got too stuffy and smoky and we lay on the village green looking up at the stars. It was cold, but we didn't mind. The owl kept hooting at us from the graveyard. Jay said she saw a shooting star, but she was just making it up. She's always making things up, particularly what she calls her experiences about boys, and sometimes that makes me annoyed because I think she's trying to put me down but last night she was just having fun. I feel she is more like my sister than my best friend. I know her so well. Too well, probably. Jay was beside me later on, when we all linked arms and sang Old Lang Syne. I can never remember the words. Before we went back home in the pickup, Bob's in the back, barking his head off at the moon. He always barks and howls on moonlit nights. Like a ruddy werewolf, Dad says. When we got back, I went to see Ruby in her stable to wish her a happy new year. I gave her lots of sugar lumps and a kiss on her nose. Then I did the same to Bob's so he didn't feel left out. Not sugar lumps, just a kiss. When I got up to bed, Dad was already snoring, as loud as a chainsaw. This afternoon, I took Ruby for a ride. Bob's came along. Bob's always comes along up through Bluebell Wood and down to the river. Two herons lifted off as we cantered across the water meadows. Love herons. The river was low enough, so I rode Ruby across into Mr Bailey's wood the other side. Bob's had to swim, paddling like crazy, head up and looking very pleased with himself. We've got this brilliant arrangement with Mr Bailey. He lets me ride in his woods and in return, I let him have horse manure for his vegetable garden. Unlike us, he keeps the tracks through his woods clear, so as long as I look out for badger holes, I can let Ruby have her head. She galloped on well today, puffing and snorting like she does when she's really enjoying herself. As I came out of the wood, I saw Mr Bailey feeding his sheep. He waved at me and called out, wishing me a happy new year, which surprised me, because he can be a bit grumpy. He wasn't in the pub last night. He's a Methodist. He doesn't like pubs. 
Normally, we only wave at each other at a distance, so I rode over to say hello, just to be friendly. He told me he'd be lambing down his ewes in a week or so. He calls them yours. Don't want any snow, he said. Worst thing you can have at lambing time is snow. Then he asked me if I'd made any New Year's resolutions, and I said I hadn't. You should, Becky, he told me. I always do. I don't always keep their mind, but I try. And trying's what counts. So I thought about it on the way back home, and I made two New Year's resolutions. First, to write in my diary like I'm doing now every single day. Second, to be nicer to Mum, if she'll be nicer to me. Thursday, January the 11th. Both my New Year's resolutions have been broken. It's ten days since I wrote a word in my diary, and Mum and I still aren't getting on at all. Now come my excuses. I didn't write in my diary, partly because I couldn't think of anything much to write about, and partly because Mum kept on pestering me to do it. She kept saying it would be good practice for my English. That's her trouble. She can't stop being a teacher. And that Dad would be disappointed if I didn't write in it every day. She pesters me about everything, not just about my diary. Here's a list of my terrible crimes. One. I haven't written my thank you letters for my Christmas stroke birthday presents. I'm doing it. Two, I left Ruby's gate unlatched and she got out. Once, by accident. Three, I still haven't tidied my room. So, four, I take long showers and use up too much water. I like showers. Five, I forgot to take my wellies off once when I came in off the farm. I was in a hurry to go to the loo. Six, I should spend less time with Ruby and more time on my homework if I want to get on in life. What she doesn't understand is how much I love Ruby. Dad understands. He's the same about his cows and his pigs and the sheep. He loves them to bits. He's got 25 Gloucester cows and he knows them all by name. So do I. He names them all after flowers. Marigold, tulip, rose, celandine. The boss cow is called Primrose. Primrose is always the first into the milking parlour, the first through every gate. She's got dreamy eyes and great curved horns. Dad loves her a lot. He's always slipping her sneaky peppermints. In his dairy, Dad makes the best cheese in the entire world. That's what he says. And he's right. Double Gloucester. And it's the only double Gloucester cheese made from Gloucester cows in the whole country. He's very proud of his cheese, very proud of his cows, and so am I. He's always in his dairy checking on his cheeses in the cheese store. Don't know why. Sometimes I think he just likes being with them. But it's Hector Dad loves best our old Gloucester bull. He was born on the farm 12 years ago, and he's so gentle you can lead him around with your little finger. Dad used to put me on his back when I was little. I've got a photo of it in my album. Then we've got pigs, all Jays, Jessica, Jemima and Jezebel, black and white Gloucester old spots. There's three families at the moment, 
all different sizes of piglets and all very cute, except when they get into the garden and start digging up the lawn with their snouts. Just a couple of days ago, Mum saw them out of the window at breakfast and went chasing after them with a broom. She was in her dressing gown and wellies. Dad nearly killed himself laughing, and so did I. Today I heard Mr Bailey's first lambs bleating from across the river. We haven't started lambing just yet. That'll be in a couple of weeks' time. Dad wins prizes for his sheep, some Cotswolds, some Suffolks. We've got about 150 in all. Like he does every year, he's picked me out three sheep of my own, my own flock, all Suffolks because he says they lamb easier. From now on, I've got to look after them, and this year, for the first time, I've got to lamb them by myself when the time comes. I wrote out 20 names beginning with M and chose the best three, Molly, Mary and May. Molly's the pushy one and my favourite already. I went back to school last week, last Monday. The heating broke down so we all froze. It was good seeing Jay and the others again, but I always find school strange at first. I'll get used to it. I always do. At the end of last term, there were Christmas decorations up everywhere. Without them, the school looks bare and empty, like the trees outside my window. They look like skeletons in winter. I'm fed up with this winter. It rains every day, which means the river's flooded and I can't cross over and go riding up in Mr Bailey's woods. And there's mud everywhere too. Ruby hates mud and so do I. We agree on everything, Ruby and me.